Hello, and welcome to the Church on the Hill podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, we invite you to join us live this Sunday at 500 Sands Drive in San Jose, California. Visit churchonthehill.com for service times and directions, and also to learn more about connecting, growing, and serving at Church on the Hill. Now, please enjoy our sermon at Church on the Hill. Welcome, everyone. We are glad that you're here. Um, Before we get started, I think everyone knows that it's Memorial Day weekend. Um, We celebrate Memorial Day tomorrow. So before we get into our time of just kind of talking to what we're going to be doing this morning, I'm going to ask you guys to just take a time and pause. Um, We're going to do a little moment of silence just to honor those that we've lost. I know for me personally, I have an uncle that I never got to meet because he lost his life in Vietnam. And for a lot of you, you have really similar stories, and some of those people are even closer, their friends, their spouses, their children, whatever it is, and we don't want to just skip over that. We want to honor that sacrifice. And so this morning, um, we would ask that you guys would just take a moment of silence and pray for those families that have been left behind. And on top of that, um, in the light of the current circumstances, I think it's also appropriate for us to be praying for the families of the shooting in Texas, because um, we're just heartbroken. And I think sometimes what we're supposed to do is just come before God and let him know we're heartbroken and we don't get it. So take a moment of silence, pray for both those groups, and then uh, we'll get started after that. God, we thank you for those that uh, sacrifice their lives, Lord, so that we can have the freedoms that we currently have. Lord, that's, uh, that's something we don't want to take lightly, and we want to honor that. We want to pray for the families that are left behind and the loved ones that um, are left behind, Lord. And Lord, for the families of uh, the school shooting in Texas, Lord, it just doesn't make sense. We can't wrap our minds around it, and our hearts are heavy. But Lord, we ask that you would intervene, uh, that you would show up in ways that only you know how, and that's all we can ask, Lord, is for you to be there and be ever-present for them. Lord, as we start this morning, and as we spend time together, Lord, we thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to meet together as a church, Lord, to honor you, to glorify you. And Lord, this morning I ask that we would really connect with you. Uh, that we would walk out of here with our relationships in a different place than we walked in this morning, Lord. That you would use this morning to be incredibly present to us, make your word real to us, and even speak specifically to people this morning, Lord. Speak directly to their hearts or to certain circumstances, Lord. And just use this morning uh, for our relationships with you, Lord. Amen. All right. So this morning... uh, I want to honor your guys' time because it is significant that you come and you come be a part of the church service. You come and join us with these things. We love getting to have you. And so I want to tell you guys right up front because I know a lot of you guys have, you like your routines and you like your structures, okay? You come in the door and you get your coffee 
and you talk to one or two of probably similar people, and then you come to your specific seat, and you're like, this is what I do, this is my Sunday, don't mess it up. And I've already messed it up because you're like, you're still not Scott, so what the heck. Um, So I've already messed with your routine, and I apologize for that, kind of, but now I'm going to mess with it more, okay? So I'm telling you up front, this morning is not going to be a regular Sunday morning. We're going to try something different today, and usually, you know, Scott or I would be up here for about half an hour talking to you guys. This morning, I am not going to be talking for very long. It's probably going to be about 10 minutes, and then what I'm going to ask of you guys is we're going to go through kind of an experience together after that. We are going to slow down and really just try to connect with God in a different way than what we normally do. And instead of having me talk to you about God, you guys are going to spend some time talking to God and hopefully asking God to talk to you. Um, But what it is, is we're just going to take some time and kind of pray and also do some reflection where we are going to read through scripture, but really slow and kind of in a contemplative way. And the hope is that it's going to sit with you guys in a different way, Um, that it'll get kind of into your heart on a different level. And so that's what we're going to be doing in just a few minutes. I'll explain exactly what that's going to look like. But the reason why we want to do this this morning, because we understand it's once a week we come together and this is a pretty precious time. And we don't want to just skip over it as though it's not a really significant time. But It's so significant for us to be able to give tools and to try to help equip you guys um, to hopefully connect with God in different ways that we want to actually take the time on a Sunday morning and practice it here instead of just asking you to go home and do it. Because the truth is, we know that when we ask you to go home and do something, a lot of times life is already so busy that it's really hard to add something new to your schedule. Even with the best of intentions, when you're like, all right, I'm going to do that this week, it's really hard to actually make that happen because life is so busy and schedules are so busy. And then on top of that, there's also times where you guys have every intention of doing it, and I shouldn't say you guys because I do the same thing, where you have every intention of doing something, and then you like drive off the hill, you get on the road, someone cuts you off, gives you the road salute, and then something else happens, and you're like, I don't even remember what happened at church. Like, I don't even remember church. I'm just all caught up in that moment. And so instead of taking the risk of that, we are going to take the time this morning and really just focus in and try to connect with God in a different way. And the goals that I would say I have for us this morning is, are two things. One, I want our hearts and our souls to slow down, to get a little bit more peace and a little bit more calm inside of us. Because truthfully, as I've been talking to people, as I've been observing people, as I've been watching my life, I just know that peace is not an easy thing to come by right now. Most of us have a lot more stress and anxiety than we have peace. And you look around at stuff like we get the news of a shooting in Texas, and it just messes with your heart. And it should, and that's the right thing. But it's hard, and it's heavy, and there's wars going on. And we have this war that is already hard to understand. And we have the stuff that took place in Afghanistan and the pictures that came out of that. And then you throw into the mix that it feels like our political climate is like, okay, pick a side. And now that you've picked a side, we're just going to lob grenades at the other side. And we're just going to, everyone is just going to be in such deep opposition. And then you look at 
the financial world and any financial advisor you seem to listen to is like, you don't even know what it's going to be like. And that's, that's not even daily life. And I know that this is affecting you guys because I'm saying this, and it's literally like your faces are like, stop, don't do this. Not in church. I can feel my blood pressure coming up already. Like, don't do this now. And so the hope is to give you guys a tool and give you guys a process that hopefully will help us get to that peace that Paul talks about when he says there's a peace that transcends all understanding that God offers. And Paul says that from a prison cell. And so it is not his circumstances that gave him the peace. And I don't think it's going to be wise of us to wait for circumstances to give us peace. And so the hope is this morning that we can get some of that peace from God and we can do it in a different way that you guys can use this as you go home and as you go throughout your weeks. And then the other thing is this. The second goal I would have is just for you to connect your heart to God, for your relationship to grow, for you to feel like you walked out of here more connected and closer to God than you walked in. Because what I think is one of the biggest struggles of the Christian life is that we always know what we're supposed to do as Christians. The rules are clear. But what I've found and what I've observed over the years is when we are doing the rules without the connection, it gets so burdensome. It just wears you out to try to do all the Christian things without having the connection to God. And it's so different when we have the connection to God and out of that love and that peace and that joy, if there's an overflow and then we're giving that out to other people and that comes out of our life, that's when the burden is easy and the yoke is light. But when we don't have that connection and we are just striving to do the right thing, it's like we're chewing on raw kale. And you're like, I know that this is good, but this experience is miserable. Like, it is the good thing, it's the right thing, but this is, there's nothing beneficial about this. And I think that's where we get sometimes, and so the hope is to kind of connect our hearts to God again so it's out of an overflow that we give instead of out of just trying really, really hard. But to get there, and to get that connection, I think it, it reminds me of Elijah in 1 Kings 19. And Elijah is desperately seeking to connect with God and to be with God. And God calls him to go to the mouth of this cave. And as he goes to the mouth of this cave, there's this huge windstorm that comes by. But God's not in the windstorm. And then there's this huge earthquake. But God's not in the earthquake. And then there's a huge fire. But God's not in the fire. And then there's a gentle whisper. And that's what God is in. God is in the gentle whisper for Elijah. And I think sometimes God is in the gentle whisper for us. But to hear a whisper, we got to be quiet. We got to be calm. We got to be still. And we have to be close. And so, what we're going to do this morning is try to help you guys and help give a tool for all of us to help us be calm, be still, and get close. And what the tool is, um, it's an acronym, of course, because it's a church service, so we have to use acronyms. And the acronym is PRAY, because how fitting. Um, but this is really a way that, I mean, it's hundreds of years this has been used for people to connect with God. And what it is, is we just go through the acronym of PRAY, and the P is just, we're going to pause, and we're going to be still, and we're going to try to be calm and clear our minds to be able to connect with God. We're going to go through the R, point, R part, and the part, that part is we're going to rejoice, um, and we're going to reflect. Actually, it's reflect and rejoice, where we're just going to go through Scripture really slowly. The band's going to play some calm music, and Lynette is going to come up and read through some Scripture. You can come up now, Lynette. 
Um, she's going to read some scripture for us because her voice will be better than mine. Um, and then the A is we're just going to ask God for things. We're going to let him know our desires, let him know where our heart's at. And then the Y is we're going to yield to him and just say, all right, God, you know our hearts, you know our desires, but now we want your will and not our will. So you guys going to, you good with me to go on it? You're going to trust me? I know I've messed up your whole morning. I'm sorry. Um, with this, like I said, the whole goal is to have you connect and have you get calm. If it helps you to write down, like write notes, write your notes. If it helps you to pray through it, pray through it. The whole goal is for your connection to go up with God. However you do that best, the one thing that I'm going to ask of you is please just make sure you're not a distraction for someone around you because when a room gets really quiet, if you're the one that... That gets tricky. Um, So please just honor people around you. And yeah, I'll give you guys a second to kind of prepare for it and then we're going to get started. As we pause and slow down, use this time to clear your mind and to focus on God. Be mindful that God breathed life into Adam's lungs, and every breath you take is a reminder of your Creator. As you take a set of deep breaths, thank God for the gift of life and begin to relax your body. Psalm 46.10 says, Be still. And know that I am God. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God. God of peace, I offer you my worries. I bring you my brokenness and I surrender my striving. As I rest in your presence, I receive your peace. As Lynette reads these scriptures, take this time to reflect and rejoice in God's word. Psalm 94, verse 18 to 19. When I said, my foot is slipping, your unfailing love, Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy.
Psalm 23, verse 1 through 6. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'll read that again. Psalm 23, 1-6 The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Philippians 4, 4 through 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, Put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you.
Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Now we're going to enter into a time of asking God to intervene in our lives.
for this time as Lynette gives you prompts. Would you please take time to pray or even write out your prayers? 1 Peter 5, verse 7 says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. What sorrow, anxious thoughts, or struggles are you carrying? Talk to God about those now. Lord, whatever is making me fearful or anxious now, let me know that you are near. Help me to pray well, to be thankful, and to experience your peace today. someone I know who is struggling with anxiety and I take time to pray for them now. Would you bring healing to their wounded heart? Be to them a very present help in trouble. God, sometimes I am afraid and sometimes I don't understand why you seem to allow people to act the way they do with such cruel violence. Help me not to turn away from the suffering of those who are my neighbors. Show me how to pray well. May your kingdom come and your will be done. Lord, I pray for children, women and men who are suffering today because of wars around the world. I pray for those affected by the shooting in Texas and for struggles all over the world.
we start to close, we echo the heart of Jesus in the garden as he said, Father, your will be done, not mine. Lord, you know our hearts and our desires, but more importantly, we want your will to be done. to yield to your will once again. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, Whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Philippians 4, 4 through 9. It is much easier for me to stop worrying about something when I know what is going on. Uncertainty makes me anxious because it means I am not in control. But Paul promises the peace of God which transcends all understanding. I don't have to know the answers. I do need to trust God. Sometimes I get anxious, but today I yield myself to the nearness of your presence, letting go of my desperate need to understand everything first, I put my trust in you, that you will guard my fragile heart. to take this time of prayer into the coming day the Lord who loves me says in Matthew 6 do not worry saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink 
or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew 6, verse 31 through 33. Father, help me to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way. Jesus, help me to give myself away to others, being kind to everyone I meet. Spirit, help me to love the lost, proclaiming Christ in all I do and say. As we uh, bring that time to a close, uh, first off, Lynette, thank you for reading and helping us out and walking us through that. And for all of you, our greatest desire in this is that your heart would connect with God. But even beyond that, if this would become a tool for you where you go, man, I really appreciated that or my soul needed that, um, I would love it if this became part of your routine. If it didn't fit for you, Thanks for joining with us this morning. Um, But hopefully you have a little more calm in your soul at this point. You feel a little more connected to God. Um, And we actually have a resource for you. If you guys enjoyed this experience, there's actually an app, because there's an app for everything. Uh, But there's an app called Lectio 365. So it's L-E-C-T-I-O 365. And it's an app that'll walk you through just kind of this reflective prayer every morning and every night if you want to. And is, you know, we live in a world that I don't think circumstances are going to give us peace. My hope is that you guys have something where you go, okay, I think I can hopefully better access the peace of God. And so hopefully that's what this morning's been for you. As we close out, Uh, The way that we're going to close is I'm going to ask you guys to stand up and we're going to join in one last song of worship. The band's going to lead us in that. And then that's going to be our morning. So thank you very much for joining with us and join us in this song as we close.